I just wonder if voters might look at this and go, why is Congress doing this investigation when they can't even keep their doors open? But, you know, it's, it's just such a tumultuous time that it's hard to predict things too far in advance. Welcome to the Powers That Be Daily, Puck's podcast focused on the intersection of Wall Street, Washington, Silicon Valley, and Hollywood, and the players who run it all. I'm Peter Hamby. It's Tuesday, December 12th. Today, I'm joined by Abby Livingston to talk all things Joe Biden. Can you feel the excitement? First, Abby looks at whether the Republican-led House will move forward with a vote to authorize an impeachment inquiry into the president and what it means. Then we take a look at another round of dreadful polling for Biden and what the re-election campaign plans to do about it. We'll discuss all that and much, much more on today's episode of The Powers That Be. Are you tired of sleeping hotter than hell? I sure am. I sleep hot. There's something crucial about sleep that eludes us when we're too warm, too uncomfortable, and too caught in the web of our own thoughts to drift off. And while curiosity fuels our days, science tells us that cool sleep recharges our nights. That's where Chili Pad by Sleep Me comes in. Meet the bed cooling system that elevates the quality of human life through cool sleep. The Chili Pad bed cooling system is your new bedtime solution. I love it. It lets you customize your sleeping environment to your optimal temperature, ensuring you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Chili Pad works with your existing mattress. It's a water-based mattress topper that continuously controls your bed temperature from 55 to 115 degrees, allowing your body to rest and recover. This isn't just about escaping the heat, it's also about optimizing your sleep for better health, more energy, and improved physical and cognitive performance, which I obviously need hosting a podcast. Chili pads are designed for one or two sleepers, so if your sleep partner likes to sleep at a different temperature, or you only need it for one side of the bed, that's okay too, and we know that's crucial. Plus, you can schedule automated temperature changes to trigger deep sleep. But when I'm at home, Chili Pad solves those problems. So trust me on this one. Visit sleep.me slash powers to get your chili pad and save up to $315 with code powers. This offer is available exclusively for Powers That Be listeners and only for a limited time. Order it today with free shipping and try it out for 30 days. You can return it for free if you don't like it with their sleep trial. Visit www.sleep.com dot me slash powers because you're not just investing in better sleep you're creating a better life happy tuesday everybody and welcome to the powers that be we're talking politics today with abby livingston with a heavy focus on president joe biden as he struggles in the polls heading into his re-election campaign abby how you doing uh, I'm great. I had a good time at the Puck Christmas party Monday night. So uh, in New York City, uh, New York City party on a Monday night. I hope you're not too hungover. Um, I know that the powers that be, no pun intended, uh, at Puck are listening to this podcast. I would like a courtesy invite to the Christmas party, even though I don't live in New York, just for my feelings. Okay, John, Ben, the gang. We can make things happen. <laughs> yeah, Abby, yeah, please put in the good word for me with our employers. Um, Abby, you know, before talking about Biden's polling, what he's doing about it, all the anguish from Democrats on Twitter, I do want to talk about Biden possibly 
being impeached. Uh, House Republicans seem like they're moving forward under new House Speaker Mike Johnson of Shreveport, Louisiana. To impeach Biden or open an impeachment inquiry, I just need a little help here. What exactly is this impeachment vote that's coming up? Because I know that Kevin McCarthy, before he was asked as Speaker, authorized without a vote an impeachment inquiry so what is this one? And has there already been an impeachment inquiry since that McCarthy statement? I just need a little clarification here. I can speak more broadly the politics of it. It basically dissipated just within a few days of Kevin McCarthy making that very grave statement just because of the urgency of the pending government shutdown and the subsequent defenestration of McCarthy. So this is sort of quieted down. There have been some investigations going on, but for a solid three weeks, the Congress was paralyzed. And so um, this is an inquiry that is putting members on the record to move forward. This is not a full-blown impeachment. But what has happened is there's been a shift among uh, vulnerable Republicans toward uh, moving forward because they feel like the Biden administration is withholding information. Hmm. So at the same time, House Democratic operatives are delighted with this. There are 17 plus one, if you count the vacant George Santos seat of Republican held seats that were carried by Joe Biden. And so that could be a very difficult position to defend for some of these vulnerable Republicans. But uh, we mm -hmm. shall see. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, impeachment itself isn't actually super popular maneuver. There's been blowback to it when it's happened in the past. Sort of like a cousin, at least, to recall elections. You know, like people would rather just wait every four years and have their votes and make their decisions about who's running the country or running the state uh, rather than Congress doing it for them, unless it's extremely catastrophic and grave. But Abby, aside from the process of this, what is the actual impeachment vote about? Because they haven't uncovered any evidence of Biden wrongdoing uh, when it comes to grifting off of Hunter Biden. I mean, is that what it's about? So what's happening is there is a resolution that's being introduced that would give three of the GOP House Committee, Judiciary, Oversight, and Ways and Means, which oversees taxing, it would allow them to enforce subpoenas that the committee chairman say that the Biden family and administration are not abiding by. But like, what is it looking into? Like this is, the, I guess I'm like backing into Abby, a political question here too for Republicans, which is like, in all fairness to my colleagues on Capitol Hill, I barely know what this impeachment thing is about. And do voters, other than knowing Republican impeachment, Republican impeachment, Republican impeachment, but like the details of it are pretty like unclear. I mean, I'm reading literally an NBC news story about this from a few days ago, and they like don't even mention what the impeachment's about until like the 10th paragraph. I mean, like go back to journalism school here because like you need to say what this is about in the like first or second paragraph here at NBC News. So I guess that's my question. So essentially what House Republicans seem to be doing is something of a fishing expedition, although they might take issue with that characterization into the business dealings of Hunter Biden, the president's son, and James mm -hmm. Biden, the president's brother, and into their financial records. And what they're, it's, it's clear that Hunter and James Biden have profited off of Joe Biden over the course of their careers. But what they're trying to find is a link that shows that they influenced Joe Biden, that there was a financial influence on him and his positions in policy. But they really have not produced a smoking gun. Um, so after they do this inquiry, they will launch a formal investigation. And, you know, it, I guess what I get 
sort of curious about politically is how this plays out over the course of an election year, a presidential election year. You know, the the Clinton impeachment was a midterm year, which gets less political attention than the presidential. And uh, the Richard Nixon one was also um, a midterm year. And so it just, I, I don't know how this plays out in the presidential. And I think we're in really uncharted territory going forward. Yeah, on the topic, Abby, of being so close to an election, um, Speaker Johnson, CNN pointed this out actually uh, a few days ago. Uh, Mike Johnson back in 2019, like was blasting Democrats for having, uh, you know, gerrymandered facts and like doing a political fishing expedition too close to an election uh, against Donald Trump. Well, now obviously his his tone on that has changed. The political aspects of this are interesting. So there's the thing I was just saying, like it's very, I think, muddy for voters. They, they hear Hunter Biden Republicans have been good about using the Judiciary Committee and the Oversight Committee to just throw chum in the water about Hunter Biden doing this, doing that, looking shady and linking it to Joe Biden. Polls have showed, you know, an increasing number of Americans over the last couple of years went from thinking Biden had nothing to do with Hunter's business dealings to, you know, independence at least, maybe being open to the idea that he did. So they have moved the needle on that. Morning Consult put a poll out earlier this week that said, 44% of voters think uh, Congress should begin impeachment proceedings and 40% should not. So more Americans than not, at least according to this poll, think they should, uh, you know, begin impeachment proceedings. But then I looked under the hood of this poll and it says 26% of Democrats think Congress should (laughs) begin impeachment proceedings with Biden. So that, you know, that makes me think that poll, not that great. So the data around it, is pretty muddy. But again, like this is the whole goal is to, you know, solely Joe Biden's name heading into an election. You know, the other thing Republicans will be able to do if they end up actually impeaching the president in an election year, they can say, hey, Biden got impeached too. You know, it's just sort of another kind of whataboutism they can throw at Biden when he goes after Donald Trump. So, you know, it, it's just very unclear. I do think that politically speaking, you know, in some swing districts, it can be a problem, but it's also just a, a rather confusing story for voters. And Abby, you pointed this out a long time ago on this podcast. All of these tools and levers that Congress has to punish people, impeachment, censure, they're just becoming political weapons. And because they're being used more often, um, I think they're losing their resonance. Don't you agree? I think that's absolutely what's happening. I mean, Censuring a member is just not what it used to be even a year ago. And I think also just going forward, and I could have a complete misread, but I think having a very convoluted, confusing investigation um, into the new year, we're going to possibly have another government shutdown situation. There are a lot of things being kicked into January that um, I, I just wonder if voters might look at this and go, why is Congress doing this investigation when they can't even keep their doors open? But, you know, it's it's just such a tumultuous time that it's hard to predict things too far in advance. Yeah, I was talking to, and this gets to our our next segment, which we'll talk about after the break, but I was talking to a pollster working with the Biden campaign on Monday, and he made the point that like, yeah, there's all these polls out there saying, you know, young voters are dissatisfied with Joe Biden uh, and voters generally, but the real thing is voters are dissatisfied with Washington. And I think, you know, the Republican Congress is absolutely a part of that storyline. I'll take a quick break, Abby, and when we come back, talk about Joe Biden's Brand spanking new 37% approval rating.
Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash powers that be, netsuite.com slash powers that be. That's netsuite.com slash powers that be. Hey, Powers That Be listeners, I'm here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy, just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you a curated list of gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. I use Etsy all the time and have for years. I bought my brother some artwork, I bought my wife some jewelry, I even bought a rug for our living room on Etsy. I love it. But there's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for friends and family members around the holidays or birthdays in my life. And sometimes I get super stressed trying to find the perfect thing. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found the perfect gift for a buddy who's just as into Cincinnati sports as I am, a hot cup of Joe, Joe Burrow mug. That's right, I found that on Etsy, it's amazing. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic, try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Welcome back to the Powers of Be, everybody. I'm talking to Abby Livingston about the 2024 campaign. There was a slew of bad polling for Joe Biden that started coming out over the weekend. The Wall Street Journal had a poll putting Biden's approval rating now at 37%, a new low, according to that poll at least. CNN put out two polls that some people are questioning, showing Biden losing by four points in Georgia and 10 points in Michigan. Not even the Trump campaign thinks Biden is losing Michigan by that much. Emerson College has Biden losing to Trump by four points. Monmouth showed that Trump's supporters are far more motivated than Biden's supporters to vote next year. I woke up to this yesterday morning, Abby, on West Coast time, open Twitter. That was my mistake. I'm Everyone's so sorry. fighting about polling. <laughs> Thank you for your sympathies. Everyone's fighting about polling. Democrats do this specifically these days. Ever since you know Trump became president, every single person with a social media account feels compelled to weigh in about polls and sampling and outliers and waiting. Uh, and most of those people don't have any idea what they're talking about. But I wrote about this for the best and the brightest yesterday. The Biden campaign's response to all this is, yeah, things are tough right now, but, 
And they say this every single time I talk to the campaign, I talk to the White House. Elections are a choice. This election will be a choice. The stakes on the ballot matter. This will be a contrast election where there's a choice, a choice, a choice. Basically, you know, between Trump and Joe Biden, voters aren't hyped about either of them, but Biden is going to win over the public on the issues and on the specter of a criminally indicted Donald Trump becoming a dictator who will kill democracy. <laughs> um, Abby, what's, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, is is this fixable for Biden? And is that the right move for the campaign? Obviously, we're not political strategists, but it feels like that's their only shot. Well, I'm open to the Biden campaign argument that there's still plenty of time and there's so many huge events to come on this election schedule, on the criminal investigation schedule that are foreseen and unforeseen. But I mean, these margins are pretty staggering. And it just I I think it's really important to read your piece and get the full picture because I, I just every blinking light says Joe Biden is in trouble. And the question is whether or not Democrats truly believe that or think that everything is going to shake out OK. Yeah, I mean, look, if if he's going to win again in all of these battleground states, he's got to win the national margin by like four or five points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah. so he's not even close to that right now. I do think, you know, I, I, I agree with the people criticizing the, the Michigan CNN poll. Like, there's no way Biden is losing Michigan by 10 points. You know, that seems like noise. That seems like an outlier. There was a Nevada poll that New York Times and Siena did last month showing Biden losing by 10 in Nevada. I, I just don't think that it's, a, it's not the electorate that we live in. I mean, these things are going to be close in every state. Yes, Biden has problems with young black voters, Hispanic voters, uh, and those things are, are, are showing themselves in the crosstabs in some of these states, including in Michigan and Nevada. But 10 points is a big margin. Um, but yes, I thank you for the shout out, Abby. Everyone, please go check out Abby's reporting and my reporting in Monday's edition of The Best and the Brightest. And please sign up and please give a subscription to Puck, to your loved ones, maybe your hated ones, who knows, uh, this holiday season. Abby, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Peter. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of The Powers That Be. As a reminder, The Powers That Be is the official podcast of Puck. We'd like to thank Ben Landy, Liz Goff, and Alex Bigler for their editorial and production guidance. If you like what you hear, please share with a friend. It really helps us keep delivering the inside scoop that only Puck can offer. Follow us on Twitter at Puck News. I'm Ben Landy. See you tomorrow. This has been a presentation of Odyssey. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. The Powers That Be Daily is executive produced by John Kelly, co-founder of Puck, Bob Tabador, and Ben Landy, executive editor at Puck.